0: Blog Talk Radio Pop out somebody and say live, 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 live
1: You God bless you and good afternoon to all of you, our live listeners. Keep living, keep living. We know today that Christ came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So, we came to declare today to live. We came to declare that I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Ricky Dillard and Crystal Rucker, keep living. Well, welcome. Good afternoon to all our listeners. Welcome to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Time live. We want you to know that we don't own any of the rights to the music that you hear today, but we pray that it is a blessing to you, you, and you. We want to shout out all of our listeners today, those that are listening here in the United States, New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Connecticut, Maryland, uh, Washington, D.C., uh, California, uh, Georgia, Georgia, Florida, Illinois, wherever you are, we thank God for you in the continental United States. And then those that are listening across the border in Canada, those that are a little to our south in Brazil, those that are on the continent of Africa, the Ivory Coast, Ghana, Benin, Togo, Nigeria, Cameroon, Kenya, Angola, Zimbabwe, Zamibia, Mozambique, South Africa, those Portugal, Spain, France, the United Kingdom, Germany, Netherlands, Italy, Bulgaria, India, China, Japan, Philippines, we thank God for all of you, our brothers and sisters around the world. Shout out to our listeners, Melody Stevenson, uh, First Lady Furman, uh, Deacon Norman, Evangelist Jones, Dr. Uh, Noreen Davis, Tish, thank God for all of you, our listeners that continue to support Global Gospel each and every week. We want all our listeners to know that uh, we are on social media, we are on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Tumblr. Like us, send us a friend request. Certainly on those pages on Facebook, on Twitter and Tumblr, there are direct links. To our shows and episodes. And all of our shows are archived, so you can listen anytime, day or night. You can rewind, go back and listen again if there's something that perhaps you missed. And this episode will be available also immediately at the 2 p.m. hour following our live experience. We want you to jot down this number 619 924 0800. 619 924 0800. Zero zero, And that is how you can call in and reach us when we open the line for you to do so. But again, we are Global Gospel, www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. We are also syndicated on Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Uh, We are on those platforms as well and Google Play. Uh, you, we are on those platforms, and we want you to reach out to us on any of those platforms. Well, why is Global Gospel here? Uh, well, also, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331 in Hempstead, New York, where our zip code is 11550, or you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Global Gospel is here today. Because of our scripture found in 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 3. And what does that scripture say? It says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ Who is the image of God should shine unto them. So the gospel is only here to those that are lost. What is the gospel? The gospel is good news. It is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew, to the Greek, to the rich, to the poor, to the black and the white. The gospel is good news for you on today. The gospel is here to save you, heal you, deliver you. And set you free the gospel is holistic for Christ came as I said before that we might have life and have it more abundantly So the gospel uh, works in all areas of your life in your finances in your mental Well-being in your physical well-being the gospel is here for you today And so this is why we invite to share their gift and their ministry with our listeners because we want you to be made whole in body, and soul, and in spirit It is our duty as believers to let others know The message of Jesus Christ our Lord Amen So we thank you for joining in with Global Gospel And in a few minutes uh, Our special guests will be sharing with us So what we want you to tune in uh, We are going to hear another uh, selection And this selection, uh, as we talk today, uh, we're going to talk about the Black black Family Mediation, if you've uh, read the headline, Black Family Mediation. And so much goes on within our families, good, bad, and ugly. Uh, But our friend and brother, uh, Pastor uh, Marvin Sapp, has a song And it simply says, thank you for it all. And after that selection, you will be hearing uh, from our guest for today. Stay tuned and be blessed. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log Global Gospel.
0: I'm so grateful that I'm still standing tall. I thank you for my tears. The pain helped me overcome my fears. You've been good to me down throughout the years. It's a miracle that I'm still standing here. Oh, that yeah
1: that just tuned in you are listening to global gospel i'm your host reverend lamar townsend and our special guest is here in studio with us god bless you and good afternoon special guest
2: good afternoon good afternoon uh, reverend townsend thank you so very much my name is lois glenn carter and i am excited and elated to be with you this afternoon thank you for having me thank you
1: Amen. We thank you, Lois Glenn Carter, for taking time out of your busy schedule to share with Global Gospel on this afternoon. And we are excited to hear what you have to share with our listeners concerning what God has given you to do in this life. So, um, for those of you that don't know who Lois Glenn Carter is, tell us a little bit about yourself, Sister Carter.
2: Yes, absolutely. My name is Lois Glenn Carter. Uh, Lois Glenn Carter, yes, that is my uh, full birth name at this point. And uh, I am the CEO of the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services. Uh, My story began um, some years ago where I have work as a court-appointed special advocate for children uh, within the foster care system. Um, I am also a certified mediator in the Superior Court for the state of Delaware. I am also a uh, parent advocate um, with the National Independent Black Parent Association, uh, handling many complex cases involving uh, education law as well as child protective services. Uh, In 2019, um, I discovered through some very difficult times um, in my life that I could make a real difference in the life of African Americans, um, given the unique situation of the family court system after surviving uh, the horrors of family uh, and domestic violence for 14 years within my marriage. Uh, an additional four years of matrimonial litigation, that experience nearly tore my life upside down. And I had been a person who always wanted to help people. And I found myself in a place of where I was just in complete despair, facing those situations and not seeing any remedy, any help that would be uh, available to me at that time. And yes, I had had some experience um, in 2013. um, I was a a mediator um, with the Office of the Attorney General in the Suffolk Regional uh, Division for Consumer Fraud and Protection. And yes, I was an employee at a law firm on Long Island. um, And that's where I developed my commitment to uh, clients uh, satisfaction within the, uh, legal realm, but it was through my experience within my own family that really shifted gears for me. Um, I am also a former foster child. So I've had a lot of different experiences, uh, that really shape who I am and what I do today. Um, through my, uh, marriage and through my family crisis, i reached out to the place of where I knew I had been in church for, uh, since 1997, uh, if you will, I found the gospel at that point in 1997, I found out about Christ and I took the time to study. I went to Sunday school every Sunday. I was in Bible study, BTU every Thursday. I was involved with ministry. I was working uh, in any capacity that I could to just be, uh, if you will, quote, unquote, a good Christian and live life um, to serve God. And within the context of uh, being married, um, I found myself in domestic violence. Um, I found myself um, hiding the experiences that I was having um, because I wanted to, quote, unquote, save states. I wanted to not bring or shed a dark light on the gospel. And that was because I was married to a minister, someone who was involved in ministry for a lot of years. And I knew how to show up and uh, say glory to God. And thank you all for being here. and such a pleasure and hallelujah and giving honor to God and all of the cliches. Um, but I lived a very secret and uh, destructive Uh, life behind doors. And when the pressures became so very difficult within um, my family, I reached out to members of uh, clergy, not just one, but a few. And the answer was no. The answer was no phone call back when I called several times, um, when I reached out to bishops and pastors. So I'm not just coming from a place of nowhere, I'm coming from a place of direct seeking help, seeking for the body of Christ as I knew it, to come and sit myself and my spouse at the table. And folks did not want to help. And so with that, I remember some of my darkest days in which I just sat in the courtroom as I was fighting for custody, as I was being accused of uh, mistreating my children. And that went on for such a period of time, uh, over a year. And just those that were in leadership were not in place to to assist. And I reached out to God in my heart and in my mind, and I said, God, this is just wrong. How come there isn't a family mediation center Because the things that were happening, I didn't expect the court and the lawyers and everybody to understand the churchy part of what was happening with me and what was happening with my family. And it was in those days that I sat there in misery and in defeat that I said there has to be an African family mediation center, that there has to be a Black family mediation center. And so I began to study, I began to seek certifications, I began to seek information on how I could help, because I know that we have certain cultural differences in which have to be addressed, apart from the legalistic uh, background of the court and the system. And so I I began to form what is now known as the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Center. Uh, And so, I bring that to the family. I bring that to my brothers and sisters. Be a place that even the churches can refer their members to because crisis in the family is not unique. It's not something that never happens. It happens all the time. We reach out to the members in the congregation and we ask them to come for prayer pray for your husband, pray for your wife, pray for your children. And we make these altar calls repeatedly and we leave the uh, solutions to them unaddressed, the problems unaddressed because we just don't have or are willing to address the family in real terms of what needs to happen. And so some may be saying on today, what is mediation? You know, if I have a problem, I'm just going to go to the court. Well, mediation is a process where a third party neutral will come and sit with you or the, uh, the other party and allow you to sit and discuss what your concerns are and help you, guide you back to your own power in resolving those type of issues. And so the issues that we face are no different than anyone else. We face issues of uh, support, child support, um, custody and visitation, family disputes, blended families. Many of us may first marriage, second marriage, uh, baby mama, baby dad. uh, How do you resolve those issues without taking our business? The things that are so very ticklish and difficult to the court of law. When you do have the power, you have the authority to resolve your own differences and with alternative dispute resolution and bring that to a place where when you make the decision, that's a decision you have to live with. That's unique for your family. And so we have moved so very far away from our authority and our power And as we uh, were even prepping for this interview, um, Mm -hmm. you, you wanted to know what are some of the things that affect our family? What are some of the things that disrupt our lives? And so we have social and political economic conditions that impact our lives tremendously. We have a lack of institutions that are our own to address our concerns uh, such as hospitals and banks and schools and even the court system. So that's why mediation became a, a light bulb for me because it's an institution that can be built by us and for us. Sure. And if we, if we would consider that that we don't necessarily have to engage the system, the systematic system of destruction because as I uh, Uh, do this work with families, I see mothers disenfranchised. I see fathers with their rights being stripped away from them. I see uh, families fighting each other over the care and guardianship of their elderly. So I provide resources and tools for our community to address those issues for ourselves. And we have come to a place where we have, because, because of our history here in America, we have been enslaved and we've been told what to do and when to do it and how to do it. And still today in 2020, we still follow suit with so many of those things. And we don't recognize, yes, and we don't recognize what power looks like what our own power looks like. We had centuries of where we dominated this entire world. And for the last 400 years, we've lost our way because of enslavement. And so now, as we say, black lives matter. But can the black life that really matters, can it be yours first? Can it be a community of self building up yourself Can it be the community of your family? Can you sit and resolve your family concerns? Can you sit and resolve your community uh, concerns? Can you take a look at what are the financial aspects and mental health aspects of your family and address them? We've been taught that we can't do any of these things for ourselves. And we have always had a Power that resonate in us. We built pyramids and we built this entire world. We were the first doctors and astrologists and scientists that govern this entire world. We are such a mighty people. Right. But we don't look to see our power. And so what I do with bridging mediation into our community, I help our community connect the dots And as we say, uncover our mirrors, to take a look at self. And so that is part of what um, I I assist in my role as a mediator. Um, I assist with helping families to see their own financial literature, excuse me, literacy. And is money really the issue I belong to a group of people, and we sit down and we take a look to find out if is really our issue. Before it was the dollar, before it was the euro, before it was the pound, what form of exchange did we have, and why is that still important? What is assets? What does that look like for us? What does wealth look like for us? All of this is in encompassed in the role of being a mediator and helping us to um, change the narrative, change the stories that we're telling ourselves about ourselves. And then we take a look at things that belong to our community. So many times, our, our churches, I have to say, our mosques, our synagogues, the places we go to worship will tell us about life after death. Heaven, our home, street paved with goals, how to get there, but there's a reality that goes along with heaven is that when we leave this Earth, we leave loved ones behind, we leave assets behind, we leave minor children behind. and we right. have to understand that that life is law. And so even as God has prepared his will for us, and it's written in the Bible as to what those things are, and many of us believe it. Of course, in this context of global gospel radio, yes, we do believe that God has left the Bible, his will for us to, uh, to know. Do we likewise preach that message in having families prepare their wills and their legacies? to let the future generations know. Because when we look back at our very own history, Reverend, we can see where 100 years ago, 200 years ago, who owned the Townsend family? Who owned the Glenn family? Who owned the Carter family? Because these historical documents were left. And we fail to do that as a community because we will say, I don't have anything. Well, after 400 years of being in the Americas, we should at least know that our children, our lives, are worth putting it in the written legacy of this country and making sure that we are not extinct. So. When I bring mediation, I bring history to the table. I bring uh, resources and tools to the table to give us that self-value, to help us build that self-determination, to help us Mm -hmm. to build that self-reliance. And I don't just get that from out of nowhere. I'm a Pan-Africanist as well. I look to find out some of the things that some of our early pioneers of the church have uh, taken, like uh, Alexander, Alexander Crummel, like uh, Marcus Garvey. So many of are, uh, are not aware that Marcus Garvey was a Christian. The red, black, and green, green that we display at times is because he made that flag. Who are we without a flag? Our people. And so these are just some of the things that go into mediation. Mediation, one, is to help our families. Guide back to their authority and power, as I said before. That is so Mm -hmm. vitally important um, because on a day-to-day basis, we have to deal with our elders. Excuse me. Um, We have to deal with our elders. So true. As as well as preparing for, not deal with them. We we, they they are owed a level of respect. Mm-hmm. that we should not be fighting over them. We should be working towards preparing an ease for them. They have worked two and three jobs for some of us to go to, uh, to go to college, to have roofs over our heads, to have access and opportunities. And then when they take ill or as we are building our lives, we forget to check on them. We forget to find out who they're talking to during the day, and we come to find out that their identity is being um, is being compromised. We find out that uh, someone has called them on over the phone and has um, stolen some of their private information. Their bank accounts have been hacked. We come to find out that sometimes other private non-for-profits are becoming guardianship over our elderly as opposed to family members who have always been there, the siblings, the children. And so I see that. I see when families are fighting and how that has an impact. I see how all of these things impact our elders. And then as well as when we talk about family and mediation, we have to talk about our children we have to talk about the future of our children and how do we protect them? How do we protect them? As I work as a CASA uh, with children that are in foster care, I say it so many times and I actually assist with uh, preparing a Zoom, future care versus foster care. And I say that because many of our children are in foster care because parents have transitioned. And parents can simply put documentation in place to protect their minor children even after their death. That's and so parents it's, it's extremely this important.
1: It is important. And, because and, the, yes. And you know what? Um it's so important because as as a holistic approach and so many times we as you mentioned, we talk about um elder care and we forget about um the young people because no one you know what no one wants to face their uh mortality and so it becomes a sensitive issue especially within our uh community or people of color because so many times we're just unprepared for life period you know starting early age and sometimes we're just so focused on surviving that we forget about living and so i i think that's so important that you uh deal with the family as a whole on um so many different levels um i and you you said so much and so like i wanted to know um you talked about your personal experience um about uh you you're in the church so obviously you have a personal relationship with god you're a productive member of society you you uh you, you have a place of employment in the community as well um you're married uh you have a family life and so how does one um become a victim of life a victim of uh divorce a victim of abuse a victim of violence a victim of the court system and it seems like and 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 we put on a mask um, and so many people wear masks. So, you know, somebody maybe maybe listening today that is wearing that mask. How does one begin to deal with their situation and pull themselves out of that?
2: Absolutely, um, that is an a excellent question. Um, how does one find themselves one in this? Type of a situation. October actually is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and for my for myself, um, and for many others, um, domestic violence never starts on the first date, never starts with the first encounter. Oftentimes, you are uh, groomed into um, being a victim, not sharing. Maybe removing you from friends is start out with subtle things that um, will cause you to be isolated in in some shape or form and then if if it's physical abuse, when that happens, oftentimes you do not say that um, I was hit, I was pushed, I was shoved, and so you begin to build upon that secrecy and you don't realize that you have help or help is available um, to you. For other things that we are abused by or we have been abused by, it is the same, similarly, the systematic oppression that we find within our community. Um, And so we don't have access to certain resources and tools to help us to be self-sufficient and so those two things kind of are in balance um, because as a uh as a so someone who is subject to domestic violence you may now not have access to um the resources and information on how to get out of that type of situation and then also for us as a community um, the lack of finances, the lack of wealth, the lack of access keep us systematically within the g- grips of government and, and mm-hmm. system, in which we are not free, in which we are not liberated. But I'm reminded by the gospel that we are to be liberated, that we are. And Jesus said that's one of the things that he came to do so that to help us with our liberation, to be uh, free of those things. And so whether it be in your personal relationship in which you are in bondage or um, in your community in which you are in bondage. And so that's what um, I would say. Um, As far as my my additional walk and with with the court system and being involved with that, it just, it was unexpected. I didn't know that my My spouse was going to file for divorce, and then I kind of just accepted it, okay. And as I was moving through life experience uh with that, then it got worse. When people say you know divorce can be ugly, mm-hmm. it it absolutely went bananas. I was wow. accused of abusing my children. We didn't worry just fighting over you know uh discussing custody. When you're falsely accused by the other parent just for the sake of them to try to gain custody, that's demonic. Why are you doing that? Because there's a point in place that the two of you—and I realize I'm on gospel radio—I'm going I'm to keep it clear. <laughs> the two of you, the two of you, were entwined and in sync. In
1: procreating
2: that life. And so that entanglement, okay? So now you're far removed from that. You're far removed from that. And you're sitting in a courthouse saying that this person did X, Y, and Z, and it's not the truth. And it's nowhere near the truth. Mm -hmm. Just so you can potentially save your finances. And criminalize the other other parent. And so I am transparent when I say that I was accused of abusing my children. I had three three CPS orders against me in one month. And I did not see my children for over ninety days because I was fighting an investigation. Wow. And I had never been so heartbroken in all of my existence to not have access to my children whom I birthed out and whom I was in an entanglement with this man. And I created these lives with him. And when I say I reached out to the church because I was in such pain, it couldn't be that I had not seen my children in over 90 days and no one could help me. No and, one was willing to say, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: And you know, I want people um, to know how they can get in contact uh, with, I don't want to run out of time. So I want them to know how they can contact the CEO of the nationwide black Family Advocate, and Mediation Services. So what I'm going to do with all of our listeners, our phone number is 619-924-0800. And after our break, I'm going to allow, hopefully we have time for just one question, comment. Um, We have several people that are online, New York, Virginia, uh, Maryland. And I'm going to give our uh, listeners uh, just a chance to uh, shout, us out. So uh, I'm going to take a one minute break and we'll be back. So we want you to call in and shout out Lois Glenn Carter and she's going to tell us how you can reach the nationwide Black Family Advocate and Mediation Services. You're listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, our special guest, Lois Glenn Carter. Stay tuned and we'll be back. i you I told told the storm to pass Storm you can't last So whatever is going on in your life We want you to know on today That there is a way out There's a way out through your faith in Christ There is a way out through mediation And certainly God has placed people Here to help us with that Now I do have some people on the line You may or may not want to speak I want everyone to get in their minds The last digit of your phone number if you need to write your phone number out i want you to write your phone number out and remember the last digit and certainly i'm going to call you by the last digit in your num- in your phone number and it is your choice if you want to speak or not or say hello you'll have about 30 seconds but i do want to give an opportunity for those that have taken time out of their busy schedule to shout us out. And so um, some numbers repeat, but, you know, so the first caller, first person I have that's listening in, their uh, digit ends in nine. God bless you. Would you like to say something or tell us who you are? Okay, I'm going to pass on that. And you can also uh, leave us a comment. We invite all our listeners to leave us a comment on our Blog Talk page at www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel or on Facebook, Global Gospel, or on my personal page, Lamar Townsend. The next person, uh, your uh, phone number, last digit in Maryland. Digit ends in eight. God bless you.
0: I want to talk, but I can't talk.
1: God bless you. Hello? Uh, God bless you. How are you?
0: I'm fine. You can hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. Hi, my name is Tanya. I just wanted to say that um, one of the questions you asked was, how do we, how, how can we help people to um, get the services or get the help that they need? And one of the things that I'm learning is just having conversations, having conversations like this and just having different platforms where people can get um, the information and they can feel safe, you know, just building safe places so that people can open up and they can get the help that they need.
1: Well, thank, we thank you, Tanya, for sharing that with us. Would you like to tell us where you're calling from?
0: I'm calling from Frederick, Maryland, and um, Lois did a fantastic job.
1: Thank, thank you, Tanya. God bless you. Okay, uh, the next person, uh, your uh, digit uh, New York City ends with two. God bless you. New York City, New York, two. Okay, we are going to uh, move on to the next person. Uh, New York City, your digit ends in eight. Hello? Hello? Yes, God bless
2: you. How are you? God bless you. God bless you. Great afternoon, family. Uh, My name is Gia, and I'm calling from Brooklyn, New York. And I just wanted to say amazing call amazing amazing call thank you so much um for creating this platform sir and for having uh sister lois on the call and sister lois thank you so much for sharing your story and you know basically the 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 gift god has given you to have this platform sorry for your struggles but you are here for a reason and you have gone through what you've gone through to help others so thank you for listening and being obedient to him and um Yes, please share your information so we can pass this on to other families that need your service. And with that, thank you. Have a blessed day.
1: Thank you. Your name and location again?
2: Gia from Brooklyn, New York.
1: Gia from Brooklyn. Brooklyn in the house. God bless you. All right. (laughs) Our next uh, person uh, in uh, Virginia, I believe, uh, and your last digit is seven. God bless you.
2: God bless you. This is Katina Rollins from Hampton, Virginia. Thank you for this amazing platform. Um, It was very informative. Thank you, Sister Lois, for being obedient, like Sister Gia just said, you know, being able to share the the message with people, because sometimes we go through our our storms and we stay in them, but you were able to get out of them and share it with others. So thank you, and thank you uh, for having her on here. Just thank you and have a, a blessed day.
1: Okay. And again, your your name and where you're calling from?
2: Katina Rollins from Hampton, Virginia.
1: Okay. Thank you, Virginia. Okay. The next person is uh uh New York, uh Long Island, ends in 2. God bless you. Ends in 2. Would you like to say something? Okay. We are going to move on to the next person, our last caller that we are going to take uh, before we give out our information. Uh, New York City ends in three. Uh, Hello. Uh, This is Francesca. I'm from New York originally, but I'm now in
2: North Carolina. I just wanted to say uh, thank you. I was listening in. I'm sorry I didn't get on the very beginning, but I know – I know Sister Lois from, you know, association, and I know she, her passion for her, her community and all she does, for the, especially for the black family. So we thank her for sharing, and thank you, sir, for allowing us to come on and just speak. Thank you for your platform, and you everybody have a great day. Thank you. God bless you all.
1: Thank you. God bless you all. We thank you all that have uh, called in and uh, listened in and shared with us. We want you to know for those that just tuned in and you perhaps you missed uh, some valuable information uh, that uh, immediately following uh, this episode at the 2 p.m. hour. Uh, this is part one of black family mediation. We will have to come back and part with part two at a later Uh, Date and we can give you some more information. But we want you to reach out to Sister Lois Glenn Carter. She is available. We know everybody's social distancing now, uh, but she is available. I'm sure she can uh, reach you on Zoom or however. But we want to support each other in uh, the faith community, in our community, in our culture. And it's so important to have uh, culture uh, means a lot. It means a lot within our, our faith, within our community. And so it is important that we have someone representing us that looks uh, like us many times. It's not that we're prejudiced or anything, but culture is very uh, meaningful. So Sister Lois Glenn Carter, we have about eight minutes left to tell our listeners how they can reach out to you, the CEO of the Nationwide Black Family Advocate and Mediation Services to help with all of their family issues of violence, abuse, divorce and attacks from the enemy. How can we reach you?
2: Thank you. I want to say thank you uh, to all of the callers that called in. Um, Thank you so very much uh, to Reverend uh, Towson. Thank you. Thank you honestly for this platform. Thank you so very much. Uh, I can be reached uh, at the area code of seven two, four, two three, seven, five six, excuse me five two, three, six. Let me say that again seven two four, two three seven, five two, three, six, and that is the phone number of contact. You certainly can go to the website, and the website is www.blackfamilymediation.com, and uh, click on the contact uh, button and schedule a 30-minute session, consultation. Get more information um, that is available. If you wish to email me, you certainly can. Uh, My email address is myfamilyadvocate 2020 at gmail.com. And, of course, I am available, Lois Glenn Carter, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and Twitter as well. And so I do thank you again. I appreciate this, uh, this platform, being able to share um, from a cultural um, perspective, cultural uh, responsive uh, for our community community. Um, too, because culturally, when we uh, interact with other people, they just don't understand us. A lot of these uh, systems that were created, they were not created for us, but we are disproportionately in them, and it impacts us in such a negative way because of the culture instances. In, of what needs to happen. So I thank you again. I thank you. And I certainly enjoyed the uh, the music because it also encouraged me while I was sitting here. Of course, I, yeah, I was a little nervous. Um, oh, she, stop it. No, I, I, I am. Because I'm transparent to, in that capacity to say um, I am. But I remember um, how much the gospel, the music, the songs of Zion, um, help me in some of my darkest hours, and and I have to remember that I have to remember that the Most High God, even in these circumstances. See, I, I now I'm talking about it as in you do A, B, and C, but the pain of this, the pain of what I'm ex- of what I'm expressing, and many of your listeners understand that they know what it's like to get dressed and be at 4 o'clock service after you had the most, you know, the worst fight of your life just now with your spouse. When That's
0: you part still have to take, <laughs> Yes.
2: When you have to take care of, of, of children that are in special education and uh, school and the teacher calling and your child's been suspended and all, how do you deal with all of that? You certainly shouldn't face it alone. You should not face that alone. And sometimes the people that we know just aren't equipped to help us in those specific areas. So um, I offer that assistance and I offer additional resources and tools to help people to get that because life is law. When the school calls you and tells you that they want to evaluate your child for special education, That's educational law. When you get a parking ticket and now your license is going to be suspended, it's actually a motor vehicle law. So there's different places in which we have to learn how to navigate um, our home as well as the law.
1: Yeah, so we invite you all. Uh, to reach out to Lois Glenn Carter, you have her information. Uh, you have her uh, website information. You have her phone number. You can reach out to her on our social media platform. And again, log on to Block Talk Radio, com slash global hyphen gospel every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Time. This show and all shows are archived reach out to global gospel on facebook instagram twitter tumblr spotify google play and something else i forgot but if you can uh you can play back the show and i said that at the beginning at this time we're going to close in prayer we thank you for all of our listeners around the world all those that shared and called in today father in the name of jesus we thank you for your loving kindness god we thank you for your tender mercy god we pray now that you uh Bless each and every one today that has shared and participated in this ministry. Move by your spirit, lift heavy burdens, destroy the yoke of bondage, bind the enemy on every hand that came to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. God, we thank you that you came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And it is so today because we ask believing that no good thing would you withhold from us if we walk up right. So we thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And we close today. We want you to just throw out the lifeline. God bless you and tune in again.
0: Fly across the dark way.